Hello, everyone, and welcome to the club. It's me, Rachel, here with mom. Hi, friends. And we're here today to talk about Dia de los Muertos, or Day of the Dead, which is coming up. But first, I just kind of want to give a recap of how things went last week, because in the previous episode, I talked about trying to attend a funeral and having mm. anxieties, and I said I would keep you posted. So I did not go to the funeral. I had cousins that went, and I had some friends that went, and my cousin reached out to me and said, don't worry about it, I've got this, I will go and represent for us. And my friend that I had collaborated with to send food to the family also had a conversation with me and I let her know what was going on physically. And as a licensed therapist, she said that if it was physical, if I was having physical symptoms, that it was okay not to go and that the family had received the food and they were gracious and they knew where I was coming from. And she basically let me know that if I was still having physical symptoms leading up to the funeral, that it would be okay for me not to go. I could be okay with myself. That doesn't mean that I am okay with myself. I really wanted mm -hmm. to go, but I did not go. I do want to say that when I was editing the episode on anxiety, I was starting to have the same physical symptoms. At first, I didn't recognize it. I did the same thing. It was kind of nausea. It started as nausea because I'm editing. So I'm, I'm listening to mm. us talk about the anxieties and what, was, what you know happened in the car mm -hmm. on the way down. And so as I'm editing, I'm listening to this again. And then my stomach started getting nauseous. Mm. And I started kind of feeling that like going in and out. And then I thought, oh, I'm hungry. And it was kind of late. So I'm thinking, okay, I need a little snack. And then I just realized, I said, this, this is not like that queasy, nauseous, hungry feeling. This is that weird melancholy, nauseous, ah, mm. jump out of my own skin feeling. And then I recognize I'm here editing this episode where we're talking about this. And so upon listening to it, it was giving me anxieties. And so I made the decision not to attend the funeral. And again, my cousin said she would go on our behalf. And so I thank her for that. And there's that support. There is that support again. These people, they do not stop. They don't, they don't fail you, you know. She's saying, you know, 12 years later, I will still carry you and I will represent for you because I understand your grief. And so it's just more support. Mm -hmm. So this week, um, I still have anxieties. I'm, I'm back on the wagon. I don't feel the whole depression rehab thing. Um, but I, I, I'm still having anxieties. They're not as severe. I'm not having panic attacks. But I'm there's like this... Like I said, there's this weird melancholy kind of nausea thing going on. So what I'm thinking is that my friend who we mentioned in previous episodes, she lost her brother in June. Mm -hmm. She's one of my dear friends. We met in junior high, I believe, middle school. And she's just one of those people that I connected with right away. She's, she's a beautiful soul beautiful soul her entire family she comes from that kind of family you know beautiful family and so her brother passed away in june we welcomed her to the club after that she lost her fur baby and 
just recently she lost her mother. mother. Yes. And so we are there for her. We went and we visited her Mm -hmm. over the weekend. We took her some food. And she's actually the friend who I collaborated with to take um, our childhood friend, you know, their family some food. And so now this is happening to her. Mm -hmm. And so she had to say goodbye to her mom. And and so we went and visited with her. Visit with her for the afternoon. It was it was, was nice. Yes. It was so I'm glad we did that. Yeah. I'm glad that we were mm-hmm. able to go and be there for her, right? Yes. And we laughed mm-hmm. and we cried mm-hmm. and we told stories and we just were there for each other. Mm-hmm. We were there for her. And she has always been there for us. So mm-hmm. that's what we did over the weekend. But what I'm thinking is that, you know, what we're going through with her. And the holidays coming up and it's just, you know, grief, Mm -hmm. the grief, you live with the grief, the grief doesn't go away. Some days, you know, maybe a little, some are harder than others. Yes, exactly. Some are harder than others, but you live with it. You live with that anxiety. You live with that melancholy. And again, sometimes it's more intense than other days, but for some reason, and not for some reason, actually, because of, you know, like I said, the season change, the holidays coming up. Mm-hmm. And especially because we're, you know, helping our friend yeah. go through this process. And so it kind of brings all of those feelings back up. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just kind yeah. of still working through anxieties. Yeah. Even on the way here yeah. to record this, I had a little, you know, you take a deep breath and I know what's happening. So I'm okay. But it's like, oh, I got to get rid of these anxieties. Mm. So I guess in a way when... When you help someone else go through this, you know, some of those feelings will come come up. up. Mm -hmm. Yes. So just wanted to point that out. Again, everyone's at different stages. You know, it's different for everyone. Mm -hmm. In our case, helping others. Well, yeah, it was nice to be able to help her and comfort her in in a way that someone else couldn't because Mm -hmm. we've been through a lot to ourselves. So, yes. But it's, it's still difficult. It's still hard, yeah. For us to help others. Mm-hmm. It's and, cause, you know. Yeah, because you know exactly what she's going through. And yes. You can so. identify those feelings with her. Like, uh, Yes, yeah. she yeah, she made a post. Uh, I think she said something about the worst times are when I go to bed at night mm. and when I wake up in the morning. Morning, yeah. Exactly. <sighs> so as tough as it is to show up and support and help someone that has gone through it and and may have helped you go through yours, you show up and you're Mm -hmm. strong and you're, you know, 120% for them, 150%. And then you get back in the car and it's like, wow. Yeah. I'm feeling a little like melancholy, anxious, kind of sad, but at the same time, happy to spend time with, with them, with her. So, um, yeah, just another part of that living with grief. Okay, so let's move on to the topic of today. So, Dia de los Muertos, Day of the Dead. So, the first thing we want to mention is that it is not a sad celebration. It's not something to be sad about. It's actually a celebration. A celebration celebration of their lives. 
It's a celebration to remember them. And, yeah, to get close to, try to be as close as you can to his spirit at this time, right? By yes. bringing out his or her belongings, things that were, are that you're left with. Yes, exactly. And mm-hmm. what else are you going to do with them? Keep them in a box, mm-hmm. them in the closet. You give some of these things away. Mm-hmm. But some of these items are very special. Special. And it's beautiful to be able to display mm-hmm. them, you know, at least once a year and mm-hmm. remember them. And remember that was, them. You know, his or her favorite book. That was their favorite, you know. Well, you can share him or her with other people that way too. Yes, yes. Okay, so let's get into this. So it is a Mexican holiday and it's actually a blend of Mesoamerican ritual, European religion, and Spanish culture going back about 3,000 years. And it's actually celebrated, it begins on October 31st through November 2nd. So from Halloween to All Souls Day. And so it's believed that the gates of heaven are opened at midnight on 1031 and that the spirits of children visit their families for 24 hours. And then the spirit of adults do the same on November 2nd. And so that was actually an interesting fact that I never knew. Mm-hmm. I know. I yeah. didn't either. The, that the spirit of the children visit first. Yeah, so, I didn't know that. That's either. kind of cool. Yeah. And so the Aztecs believe that death was a constant part of life. So it's continuous. It's a natural part of life mm-hmm. that should be celebrated. Celebrated. Exactly. It's not, they didn't believe that you just are here on this earth physical world. You die and then nothing happens to your soul. That's it. You're forgotten. Uh, they believe, like I said, Death is a part of life and it should be celebrated. Mm -hmm. So when a person dies, it's believed that they travel to the land of the dead for, you know, their final resting place. And so traditionally in August, family members will begin putting out food, water and tools to help the deceased through their journey. Through their journey, yeah. So this is where the modern day Dia de los Muertos comes in. Uh, the practice of altares, you know, the, the mm-hmm. altars and the ofrendas, which they is an offerings. Yes, it's an offering. So your altar is an offering. Mm-hmm. And so that's why you'll hear sometimes, you know. It has, Some people use different uh, ofrenda or. Yes, the altar. Altar, yeah. So yes, the offering comes from the altar. Mm-hmm. And people will leave food and other offerings, you know, to their loved ones and they'll put them on their graves or they create altars in their homes. Again, the mm-hmm. offerings and um, they also do them in the community. So it's not just your home. Right. Like I said, you can find an event mm-hmm. and it, there will be a community event where it's beautiful because there's so many. There can be, you know, 20 altares. Yes in one setting and they'll have and they dancing. get they get so creative oh it's oh yes. that's really and you can learn you know ideas mm-hmm. from different people and they're just makeshift altars right. we have done it with boxes mm-hmm. just getting boxes crates i can't even remember it's all makeshift it just, yeah it's, you know you can get fancy it's it becomes but, an art right yes I've and then you, so many, you cover those yeah, we're so beautiful yes we, yes it's ours yes mm-hmm. and you just cover you know your makeshift altar with fabric or you know a blanket or something like that but it's you know mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be difficult it right. doesn't have to be complicated no Grab some cardboard boxes if you want to make a tiered altar. If you want to do an offering on a table, table same. Easy. You can do that in your home mm-hmm. on a coffee table, table. in the corner. Mm-hmm. When we went to my friend's home over the weekend, she already had her ofrenda out, and it was on a long table. 
yeah. on her entrance. It was in, really nice. Exactly. Yeah. So when you walked in, it and was there. It was there. right there. When you walked by it, you could see all the yes. display was, of the people past. Exactly. Because it so, wasn't just one person she had. No, she people. had several people, yes. So I thought that was... I yes, and that. that's, that's the idea. We've done that too, though. Yeah. We've had different pictures of... Well, like that's my, the idea. I know. Yeah. 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 You don't have to do just one person. We, I think the first time it was done for us, because again, mm-hmm. we didn't start this tradition. Our good friend started this for us. And so, yes, she did it just for him because it was his first year right. that he had passed and it had only been a few months. But yes, definitely. When we started doing it, I added, you know, mm-hmm. you know my, relatives, yeah, relatives, friends, and friends. That I had a high school friend mm-hmm. that passed away. Uh, when we graduated high school, he's one of my best friends. That mm-hmm. was the first time I've ever dealt with someone, you know, kind of my really peer. close to you. A pe- well, a peer, mm. you know, because I lost grandparents and we were close to our grandparents. So I understand that it was a peer and, mm-hmm. you know, we were on our way to see him that day. And it was, that was like kind of my first traumatic, mm. sudden death of a peer mm. experience. Yes. And so we'll talk about that on another episode, but rest in peace, my dear best friend, Jesse. Yeah, so it doesn't have to be complicated. You don't have to do the tier, you know, altar. Pick a table in your home. Start. You don't even have to put any kind of cloth or anything. Just put some pictures up. Yeah, a little candle. Candle mm-hmm. and, you know, something that, mm-hmm. you, what was their favorite food? Like maybe they had a favorite chips or something. Put a little bag, bag of, of chips, chips there. Yeah. And so, yeah, so we'll talk more about what goes on the altares. But I just want you to know it's very simple. You can start very simple in your home. Mm -hmm. And if you need some inspiration, you can get out in the community and find an event and see how everyone does it so different. Yes, Yes. they get very uh, elaborate and it gets, it's it's It's, a beautiful experience. Beautiful. And so the belief is that the border between the spirit world and the real world is blended. So during this short period of you know, that time, the souls of the dead awaken and return to the living world to feast, drink, dance, play music mm-hmm. with their families, you know, here in the physical world. So that's what we believe is that, again, for us, we don't believe that you just die and that's it. We believe that there is a heaven. We believe that we will see our, you know, my brother, mm-hmm. your son. We we know. It's not even just believe. I know that we oh, will yeah. be reunited. And again, even with all our fur babies mm-hmm. <laughs> and relatives, we're all going to reunite, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, but while we're here waiting to reunite, we're going to invite you back, back. once a year to come and celebrate. Mm-hmm. And again, it's dancing, it's music, it's food, it's family, it's community. Mm-hmm. And it's a great time. It's a lot of fun. And it brings your spirits up, mm-hmm. brings your mood up. And it just feels so good to remember your person. Right. Even if it's once a year and to take out their things. We used to put, you know, his chef's jacket. Yeah, his knives. You know, his and- knives. And, and again, so that they don't stay in that box forever. Yeah. Take them out and let people see yeah, who share. who your person was. Yes, yeah, yeah, share. Share your son, daughter, brother, sister. Mm-hmm. Share them. With the world, you you know, if you're posting it on social media, you're sharing them with the world. And we, you can tell a story with the things you put out about yes, that person. Yes, it is a story. It's art. It's all of the above. I know. It you is. can't say enough good things about it and that it will make you feel better. I promise. Mm-hmm. It will make you feel better to take out these pictures once a year, you know, mm-hmm. and put candles and little offerings and, and just remember them. 
Why not? And so during this time, during the celebration, family members treat the deceased as honored guests, celebrating them. And so they leave out their favorite foods, as I mentioned, and and other offerings that we'll get into. The offerings on the altar, on the altar, they represent the four elements. So you've got fire, water, earth, and wind. So fire is represented by the candles that are lit. And those are lit to help guide the spirits, Mm -hmm. you know, through their journey, throughout their journey. And then water is represented by leaving pitchers of water to help quench their thirst. Yes, while they travel. travel Their long journey. Yes. (laughs) And water is represented by leaving pitchers of water out to help quench their thirst while they, you know, are traveling to the land of the dead. And then earth is represented with a variety of traditional foods. And that's to help nourish them throughout their journey. And then you have wind. And so for the wind, we have what is called papel picado. And this is very vibrant, beautiful, colorful paper banners with cutout patterns. Mm -hmm. It's like very delicate tissue like paper. Mm -hmm. And uh, those are hung up. And it is believed that the souls pass through it. And so that's where the wind is represented. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's get into some of the items that are placed on the altares. So you will definitely see skulls mm-hmm. throughout the celebration and sugar skulls in particular, but just any kind of decorative skulls. But yes, that is a symbol of Dia de los Muertos for sure. Mm-hmm. As we mentioned before, we've actually done sugar skulls, which is a lot of fun. And, you know, you get the molds and it's made of sugar and merengue powder and water. And, you know, there's, like I said, the mold and you decorate them with these beautiful, vibrant colors. What we did was kind of not necessarily design for that person. Like, I know we did some, like, I think we did one for Rudy. So let's say we had like a dozen sugar skulls that we made. Mm -hmm. And I remember doing one for Rudy. And then we did put, you know, SF on there for San Francisco Giants because he was, you know, huge fan. We kind of did personalize the skulls, Mm -hmm. but not all of them have to be. But, and we did, I remember doing one for Jesse you know, with his initials on it. So you can personalize them. Mm -hmm. But basically, the skull represents the people who have passed and who are receiving offerings at the altar. So you can use them to decorate. They don't have to be exact number of people, but that's where that comes from. So you will see skulls throughout the celebration, Mm -hmm. in particular sugar skulls on the altares. That is a beautiful tradition. So look into that. If you can, they're fun to make. And I know you can also buy them. Yeah. So again, we talked about the perforated paper, papel picado. So that is hung up and that is symbolic of the fragility of life. And, you know, again, the wind and how the souls travel through and visit. And so another item is pan de muerto, which would be bread of the dead. And this is just a soft, sweet bread, and it's designed with a circle and limbs to mimic the shape of a skull and crossbones. And then it's just finished off with, you know, a little bit of sugar. It's just another one of the many different types of foods that are placed on the altares for what we believe to be, you know, hungry souls to partake in. And then again, as we mentioned, you usually include items that the person liked when they were alive. On Rudy's, we would put gummy bears. He loved gummy bears. You know, you might put, I think we put a Slurpee cup before and 
different types of chips. We've done that before, mm-hmm. his, you know, favorite type of chips. And so that's always fun to do. Not just the traditional foods that are put on the altar, but some of their favorite foods or drinks. I drinks. remember putting like a Dr. Pepper on there. Yeah. And of course, don't forget your water for the thirst. And some people put alcohol, a little shot yeah. of tequila. Yeah, they all. do. <laughs> because, you know, they say when the souls arrive, they're often thirsty. Mm-hmm. So, so yes, whatever you want to put that represents your person, do it. And another item that is placed uh, on the altar, near the altar, around the altar, would be salt. And that is also said to help quench the thirst of souls. And it's usually put out in a pattern of a cross so that the soul won't be corrupted. Mm-hmm. So so it helps purify them. And so you'll often see on the ground like a cross made out of salt. And then, you know, they might frame it with rocks or, you know, other items. But typically that's what that looks like. And then, of course, you include photographs. That one's my favorite. Mm-hmm. So, again, it could be an altar for just one person. You can put whoever you'd like on there. It can be, it, they, you don't even have to know them. If you had a favorite, like a, an icon or something. Yeah, or, I mean, it, whatever you, whatever. exactly. Yeah. Whoever you want to honor mm-hmm. and someone that, that you were influenced by, anyone. So put pictures, mm-hmm. as many pictures as you'd like of whomever you'd like. Just go for it. Another item that you will see in this Day of the Dead celebration will be marigolds. Yeah, they're and beautiful too. The way they set them up, some people get really creative with those, right? Yes. And these are often referred to as uh, the Flor de Muerto, Flowers of the Dead. Mm-hmm. And so it's believed that the scent of these, you know, bright orange flowers help attract the souls to the altar. And so you'll even see a path of marigolds, mm-hmm. like an Leading outline. to the altar. Path, yes, mm-hmm. that leads to the altar. Mm-hmm. And that, again, is the scent helps guide them to their altar. Mm-hmm. And so that that is what that represents. It doesn't have to be a path, though. You can just, you know, they're, they're everywhere. Right. You can put them in your hair. Yeah, you can yeah, put yeah, them on the altar, on set them on the side. I'm just saying that I know that, you know, one tradition is that. And we've, we've done that once. We did that one time, I remember. We put, we made. Made a, a, a trail of them. Yes, it was just like an outline. And they were paper, because you do paper ones too. They don't have to be fresh. Um, we did paper, like tissue paper. I remember we spent a lot of time yeah, making these. We but, them. <laughs> but we would save them. We mm-hmm. had we bags. We them a couple of times. In, yes, in year. yes, yes, yes. A couple yes. of years we used them. Yes, and we saved them. And you put like the pipe cleaner green stem on. Uh-huh. You would just Googled it get online and find how to make them. And then we put them in big bags and saved them for a few years so we could reuse them. Yeah. Yes. But that's what that we, worked. When we did that path that led up to his altar that one time, that's what we did. We taped them like a path mm-hmm. that went from like the middle of that room to the altar. Altar. So yes. And so there are different ways to display the marigolds. Another item that you might see, or you probably most likely will see at a celebration for Dia de los Muertos is La Catrina, which is the Day of the Dead Woman. And she is probably the woman most commonly associated with Mexico. She is one of the official Day of the Dead icons. And so she was born in 1910 when a Mexican artist, Jose Guadalupe Posada, first drew her. And he drew her as a 
fancy woman with this fancy feathered hat. And it was a critique of Mexican society at that time. So when many Mexicans were aspiring to dress more like Europeans. And so he kind of painted her this fancy with this fancy clothing as a reminder to everyone that we all eventually die one day, whether we're wearing fancy clothing or not. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of an interesting fact. Yeah. So it reminds us that you don't take Mm -hmm. anything with you. It reminds us that we all die. We're going to die. Yes. (laughs) No one is better than (laughs) anyone. anyone. And yeah, it's about your legacy and what you leave here mm-hmm. on this earth while you are here on borrowed time. And it's not about what you're wearing Mm-mm. or what you're driving. So that's just a reminder of what that is. And so you will see a lot of face painting during Dia de los Muertos and you'll see she is someone that they face paint. Mm-hmm. Another item that you will see is what's called the sacred heart. And you'll see like it will either be a heart with wings on it or a heart with flames around it or both. And so this is, it, it, the ideal is that the physical heart of Jesus is a symbol of his divine love for humanity. And so that's what that represents, his everlasting love for humanity and that we're not alone. Incense are also used during Dia de los Muertos celebrations or again, and on your own altar or ofrenda in your home. If you like incense, they actually use the copal incense, which comes from the copal tree. And so what this is, is that it symbolizes the transformation from the physical tree to the supernatural, so to the smoke. And the rising smoke takes the prayers to heaven. And so that is the, the symbol of the incense. You will also see monarch butterflies. And those are believed to hold the spirit of the deceased. And this stems from the first monarchs actually arrive in Mexico for the winter each fall on November 1st, which falls within Dia de los Muertos. Mm -hmm. So that's where that Mm -hmm. ideal comes from. Another item that you might see on some of these altares are small toys or any kind of toys. And this will be left for, you know, whether this family has suffered the, the worst and is a part of this club or just in general toys left out for any children that mm-hmm. have passed on. So you will see toys or you can put mm-hmm. out favorite toys. And of course, the cross will also mm-hmm. be very present in some of these altares. And so that's just a few of the things that are the traditional items. Again, there's no right or wrong way to make an altar or ofrenda. Mm-mm. Do as you please. Mm-hmm. The idea is that you remember your person, right? whether it's your sibling, child, grandparent, best friend, neighbor, pet, whatever you feel need, you need to do to represent them, honor them, remember them, never forget them, mm-hmm. do it. Picture in a candle, got it. Mm-hmm. One picture, got it. Whatever it is you need to do. Or if you want to, you can make an altar, you can join a community event. It's very easy to join the community. Oh, events. yeah. They're they very love, welcoming. Yes. They like, yeah. Very welcoming. Uh-huh. They love the more the merrier they, they when like it comes it. to altares. They, they love it. When so you a can, lot of people sign up. They love yes. it. Yes. 
And th- and again, like we've talked about this before. And when you're doing these things like the altar or the candlelight vigil that we all do together in December before Christmas for our siblings and children, it's just another time of the year. And then you're celebrating them for their birthday, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you may not always have a big party, but if you make your favorite meal or the, I mean, excuse me, if you make their favorite meal, you're celebrating them. Mm-hmm. So what are we, is that three times already? We're doing, you know, like again, October, we're doing November, Dia de los Muertos. We're doing the candlelight. You're doing their birthday. You know, maybe you do a memorial on their the day of the anniversary of their death. Mm-hmm. That's already four or five times that you're remembering your mm-hmm. person and never forgetting them. And it doesn't always have to be a big, huge party because I know we're busy and, you know, it, that's not reality. It can be if you if you can make it happen and you want to. Yeah, go if it for works it. for you, you can yes. do it. As time goes on, like we said in the beginning, we were still having, you know, these 30 people come for his birthday and having tamales. Uh-huh, and it's uh-huh. like, we're not doing that anymore because, you know, people aren't going to be doing that so far into Yeah. But we still get together, even if it's just mom or I, because again, dad mm-hmm. might have to work. And we just make spaghetti or even burgers, whatever it is, watch mm-hmm. a movie. But if you take that time, a post, a social media post, whatever it is, just a little time out of that day for these different occasions to remember them, it feels good. Yeah, It's part of the healing. It helps you heal. I promise. You, and you get excited. Mm-hmm. So that's why we wanted to bring this up now and kind of talk to you about what it means and what are some of the items, you know, on the altares so that you have time to gather things, get things together if you need to. Mm-hmm. And you can put up a beautiful display for your person and remember them and honor them. And the days or the weeks that are leading up to you getting ready for it, preparing, planning, gathering photos, that all feels good. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. just the day of. It's not just, it feels good. And you can put your altares out now. Put them out now. You don't have to wait for October 31st through November 2nd. You know, like I said, my friend has hers out. And I know a lot of family members that already have theirs out. So mm-hmm. it's all of October. Let's start celebrating them now. Put them out for a month so that when you walk in your front door and you see their pictures and their altar is right there. Yeah, you're remembering yeah, that. It feels good. It feels good. I promise. It gives you this warm feeling of mm-hmm. they will never be forgotten, which is one of the most scary things. I know that a lot of us go. <laughs> through right mm-hmm. a lot of us go through that thought of will my person be forgotten does that level of support and remembering them and loving them does that lessen and it doesn't if you Mm-mm. keep bringing them up i know <laughs> it won't if you keep bringing them up and posting and 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 remembering them and mm-hmm. sharing them it won't they will always be remembered that never goes away okay so i hope that that helps have fun with it. Again, no right or wrong way. Go out there and do it. Let us know if that helps. You can send us a message and let us know. Yeah, that would be nice. Yes. The um, one thing I wanted to bring up, I know it's kind of soon, but I read something recently where someone was talking about Thanksgiving and they had asked, what do you do for your first Thanksgiving? And just a reminder, I know the holidays are coming up. And so we're going to start getting into that somber kind of melancholy mood but just remember if especially if it's giving you anxieties and you're you know it's too much if you need to make new traditions for even just the time being if it's too scary to think like this is going to be my new tradition for the rest of my life it doesn't have to be permanent but if you need for a temporary solution you know like just do your new tradition if you need to if it feels good to go and do those normal traditions 
that you were doing when your person was alive, do it. But for someone who's asking that kind of makes me believe that you might not be feeling comfortable or you might have some reservations, it sounds like, you know, when you're asking, what did you do for your first Thanksgiving? So that's why I have to mention holidays are coming up. If you need to make new traditions, do it. Mm-hmm. Whatever that is, like I said, we took off and went out of town and rented a little cabin and took a handful of people and we spent Thanksgiving, our first Thanksgiving away from Mm-hmm. you know our hometown or where we lived and so yes and we still haven't gone back to mm-hmm. our normal tradition no but that's what makes us feel better that's how we survive it that's how we survive it because even if it's 12 years i don't care mm-hmm. i still want my brother here i still get sad i still cry for him on thanksgiving so i don't want to do the normal yet um whatever that normal was because this mm-hmm. is our new normal so it just whatever makes you feel good don't worry about what everyone else thinks if they can't handle that they'll have to learn how to handle it they'll have to learn how to live with it and if not then yeah good luck to them but you do you and what makes you feel better how how can you cope with this how do you deal with this how do you live with this new life right Mm -hmm. if that means new traditions do them whatever it is like i said if you if you don't want to do the whole turkey thing and the tradition like take out Chinese food. I don't know. It doesn't have to be so scary. So that helped us starting a new tradition. Mm -hmm. So I hope that helps you. Okay. And we leave you with our song of the day. So this song is actually in Spanish and it is by Ramon Ayala and it is called Un Puño de Tierra, which translates to like a fistful of dirt, a handful of dirt. So here we go. Un puño de tierra. I spend my life wandering, just traveling the world. If you want me to tell you, I am a soul without an owner. I don't care about anything. For me, life is a dream. And I'm like seagulls, which fly from port to port. I know that life is short. At last, I also owe it. The day I die, I'm not going to take anything. Give more happiness to your happiness. Life is soon over. What happened in this world Just the memory remains. Already dead, I'm just going to take a fist of dirt. And it's like that. Neither the cars nor the money. Just a fist of dirt. And so I love that song. It doesn't translate exactly. Mm -hmm, I know. But it's basically he's saying, you know, life is short. We're only here. It's the same. And that's why I kind of chose the song. One, I love this song. It's a beautiful song. And also it kind of pertains to, you know, what we're talking about today. Dia de los Muertos. It's saying that we're only here in this physical world on borrowed time. And what we believe is that in the spiritual world, you live on forever. And so we will reunite. And so it doesn't matter what you have here. The fancy cars you drive, the big homes, the fancy clothes. It does not matter because when you die, you don't take take anything with you Mm -hmm. except for a fistful of dirt, right? And that's the truth because I learned that when my brother died. He didn't have very much. He was, you know, 35. I even did his taxes after he passed away because I'm thinking like he's got taxes. Like it's better that I collect them and, and, you know, use it than And again, we were struggling and it it was, for me, it was like, it was my brother's hard earned money. So let me do his taxes. Right. And then he ended up having, I remember a court bill that he, and I remember he was making payments on this court bill. He had gotten a ticket and then he was paying this, this Mm -hmm. bill. And so when the taxes came back, they took it from there. Mm -hmm. And my brother's dead. They knew he had died. And I mean, even that very last dollar, like even that very last little bit he would have left for us 
you know, like it was his. And but no, it wasn't because you're dead, but you still owe us, you know, this amount of money. So yeah. snatch, we got it. And also it was just, I don't know, you're just there and you're, you're in it. And I just, I realized that, yeah, you don't take anything with you. And yeah, you leave assets and you leave your family well off or you leave your family set up. And I understand that, but it's literally like the things that, you know, like he's saying the materialistic things, you don't take that with you. You can't take all your money with you. You can't take all your belongings with you. So while you're here on earth, don't worry about that stuff. Worry about the legacy that you're leaving behind. Worry about what you're doing for others. Worry about how you leave this earth, right? Right. How can you better the lives of others Mm -hmm. and, and better this earth for your children's children? That's what life is about. Mm -hmm. Not about all that other filler stuff, yeah. superficial stuff. So that's what this song pertains to. That's what Dia de los Muertos is. It's remembering our people. It's honoring them and understanding that here in the physical world, it's just borrowed time. Spiritual world is beautiful. And so really live each day, treasure it, and live it as it, you know, it could be your last and, and what legacy. Mm-hmm will you leave behind, right? right? And so, yeah, that is our song of the day, Un Puño de Tierra. So that's all we have for today. We really appreciate you listening to us. It means a lot. I'm listening to your stories. Again, I can't stress enough that we are with you. We hear you and we understand you, mm. truly understand you. You are not alone. Keep up with us, stick with us. And I hope that we are helping. Because you are helping us. I do want to say that. Mm -hmm. It is therapeutic for us to come in here and do this. And I do get excited when I know I'm going to record because I know I get to share with you all. And so it goes both ways. Thank you so much for helping us and listening. Yes. Again, we love you all and appreciate you. And we hope you tune in next time. Have a great week. Stay strong and know that we are with you.